This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. This is the BBC. Raj and Pablo on BBC Asian Network. Guys, it's the Raj and Pablo show. It's the best bits from the big bad world of Bollywood. It's been absolutely freezing here in London, isn't it? Aye, it has been. But there's nothing like sizzling rain to warm you up in that Bollywood movie. That's the only way to do it. We'll have to get to Mumbai for that. Let's do it here. Let's yeah. get hot water somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Try taking a bath. Yeah. Um, oh. Right. Oh. Uh, the big release is Bagal Bandi. Oh, do you know what? Why do you know I not listen to warning signs when they're posted? So, like, you know, like on the trailers of this film, right? So, the big thing was leave your brain at home. You left it at the cinema, didn't you? I had a lobotomy in the cinema watching this movie. <laughs> I'll tell you more in a bit. So you'll be able to hear Roger's review of the movie. And of course, Salila Charia joins us from Mumbai to give us the lowdown about what's been going on, uh, what Vicky Koshal thinks of... Um, but more uh, importantly... Uh, wait, 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 what he thinks of um, Ranbir Kapoor. And more importantly... Malika Sharwat, she's come out the closet, what she's got in it. Yeah. Find 42 it. things she's got in it. Um, all of one type. Find mm-hmm. out what we're talking about when you download this podcast. And we celebrate Ashiki, that classic movie. Uh, one of the stars, Rahul Roy. The star. The star. Mm. The man with the hair. Yes, he spoke to us to tell us what his life's been like since the release of Ashiki that everyone still remembers. It's 30 years next year it's going to be. And it's the first time ever that he's given a full in-depth interview on the BBC Asia Network with us. And he'll be here in the UK very, very soon. Oh, God, that was a busy show, wasn't it? Uh, it was indeed. Bagel Buns has got John Abraham in it. would love to hear what you think of the movie as well. Where you dumbfounded as I was. You All you have to do is email Pablo at bbc.co.uk. Person that's never frozen. But does know who talks to who. He talk, yeah, he knows everything. And he knows that they're all friends. Yeah. He doesn't gossip at all. He just gets it right. And he's handsome. Tell and me he's who. sexy. Tell me who. Me. No, I mean, Salil Acharya. And he joins us live from Mumbai. Hi, Salil. How you doing? Very good. And I haven't received even one, even one message ever telling me that whatever you guys say, you actually mean it. You're of course we mean it. I went, to the best, I went to the best acting school. <laughs> I'm talking about good acting. Um, Bangla Panti Salil. Oh. I mean, um, how has it gone down at the box office there? So you know the thing is, I mean, do you go into the zone of saying that Houseful Four because it made 200 crores was a good film? So I always say this: if it makes money, the box office it's successful. But Pagal Panti, first of all, should have made a lot more money in the box office. Only made seven crores. It's got a big star cast. But, you know, I mean, if ever there was a more nonsensical script than Houseful 4, this was it. <laughs> so, I mean, not that they were trying to say that it should be great. And, you know, you, we're trying to make a big storyline here. But the thing is, I think this time the audience back-to-back with Houseful 4 just coming in like a, a couple of weeks back. I don't think they took to it too much. Secondly, there's no holiday. Thirdly, uh, as far as comedy is concerned, Akshay Kumar still a little ahead of, say, John Abraham to carry forward a film. This film had Ashad Varsi in fine form. Mm. I think he was really, really good. And uh, Pulkit Smart hasn't really pulled his, how should I say this, his weight as an actor yet uh, in a leading role. I think he's done a very good job in this. But I think Ashad Varsi is the answer. His comedy timing is brilliant. And I just wish that he'd do a little bit more. He's become a very lazy actor. He says it himself. And he doesn't like to go out of his house too much. You know, I think somebody needs to push him out of his house and get him into acting a little bit more. But I don't think Pagal Panti will do big numbers. Uh, I think Anis Bazmi 
maybe stretched it a little too much girl. But like, you know, like, you know, the film just goes on and on and on. It's about two hours, 45 minutes. It felt like seven hours, 20 minutes. Oh, tell, so me I, you know, <laughs> tell me about it. Tell me about it. Like I said, you know, it's like taking a joke and just stretching it way too far. Mm. And I, I don't know. And also you have to understand this. Houseful 4 had Bala that became a worldwide super hit as a song. Yeah. I don't even know one song of Bala Bhatti that became big. And can somebody please tell me what is Urvashi Rajayla doing in this Oh my God. And was that house haunted? That's what I'm saying. It is so ridiculous. But that, that's not about just the haunting in this film. I'm trying to understand what it is that Urvashi Rajayla is doing. <laughs> is she a Bollywood actress? Is she a dancer? Is she a, a fitness queen? I, I, I don't quite know. Uh, the casting was just strange. Like to have Ileana and to have uh, Kriti and uh, I, I don't know what they're thinking about the casting. But you know, London is like that, you know, for on a Bollywood version. <laughs> yeah, but I understand that. But uh, you know, this time, I, like I said, they stretched it too far. And he's Basmi loves shooting in London. Hmm. And he shoots a lot of his films there. Mubarakam was also a lot was there. Yeah. And, you know, earlier also no entry London. But I don't know. Sadly, I think that they really pushed it too much. There's, yeah. You know, the, the Pagal Pantin makes Mubarakah looks like a Shakespeare classic. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, like I said, because it's just coming out of Household 4, and Household 4 was really criticised. It made 200 crores. People just kept comparing it to that. But no, this is not. And I think this is going to be uh, in a year where 2019 has been celebrating great cinema, great scripts. Uh, I think back to back, these two films have sort of tested the audience's patience. Um, now let's talk about Vicky Kaushal. Um, he's a great fine actor. Uh, so is and uh, handsome. Uh, so is Ranbir Kapoor. Now, is he taking him on? Is Vicky taking um, Ranbir on? Yes, in a mycological film. Ooh. It's called Ashwatthama. Uh-huh. You know, Ashwatthama was um, from the Mahabharat. And uh, the trial of Vicky Kaushal, Ronnie Skuwala, and Aditya Thar, who made Uri, are trying uh-huh. to make this mythological film, but it's shooting it in seven countries. They're going to be shooting in Japan, they're going to be shooting in Namibia, in New Zealand, in New York. It's going to be the quintessential, I don't know, are they trying to make a Black Panther, maybe? Ooh. Because they've got the VFX team down from... Uh, you know, from America. Uh-huh. He's been on a six-month recce. Uh, and Aditya Dhar, by the way, it took eight years to make Uri, so he really knows how to do his pro- mm. pre-production work. And uh, Vicky Kaushal is going to be a really big warrior in this. And because they're going to shoot in so many countries, I do believe that it'll be half make-believe and half real. Mm. So I'm really excited about this because not much is known about it, but except that if they're shooting in six countries, I don't remember the last time an Indian film was shot in six countries. And knowing these people, it's not going to be a Pagal Bhanti that they're just shooting, you know, just for time pass. Uh, any word so from, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with this. Uh, any word from Katrina Kaif? Is she in it at all? Hint, hint. No, no, so far, nobody there. Katrina Kaif could be meeting Vicky Kaushal. I don't uh, know if she's uh, in the film. Ah, I see. And what Shinbir Kapoor said about this because uh, Burmastra is coming out as well. Absolutely. So, you know, they're uh, looking to come at the same time. Burmastra has been two years in the making, you know, and... Uh, I'm not sure what it's come out of because I was told it's a three-part series, you know, and one has to do well for the other two to come out. Uh, that's got Shah Rukh Khan's cameo in it. It's got Amitabh Bachchan in it. But uh, mythological needs a lot of money. I really need to see. No Indian mythological has ever been able to do it because the amount of money needed to make an Avengers and all those kind of films is in hundreds of millions of dollars. So unless somebody wants to pay that kind of money, I really want to see what the VFX will be. Then we'll talk. Give me- Krish... It's yeah. not our benchmark. Yeah. Oh, give me Jess and Toshima. That's a classic. That's mythological. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, You're on a, a roll today, aren't you? <laughs> it, was, it, it was a big hit, I'll tell you that. Um, now, um, are we really going to be subjected to another cricket film? Yes, but this time it's a different film because Tapsi Pannu is going to be playing a female cricketer, Mithali Raj. 
Okay. And uh, you know, Tapsi is a brilliant sportsman. Uh, next time Nita asks about a squash, she'll take anybody on in squash. I shut. She challenged me openly, and I didn't go for it. You know? Why not? Uh, because uh, I don't want to get a you know a whooping by her. So <laughs> let's just put it that way. She's super fit, so she's actually going to play a cricketer. So uh, Mitali Raj, Indian, a former Indian captain, very famous cricketer all over the world uh, for women's cricket. And she's actually now going to be practicing. So you might just have Shahid Kapoor practicing for his jersey. Uh-huh. He's been whacking it out everywhere. And Mitali Raj also practicing. I mean, uh, Tapsi Pandu practicing. So I'm looking forward to this. She, she does good movies. Yeah, and she's got, on a roll yeah, at the moment. And she can't do any wrong. Did I tell you? You might not know this. She was in one of the biggest hits of this year called Budla, which was shot in Glasgow. Of course I know it's shot in Glasgow. <laughs> oh, I'll let you know. I've got to slip that, in. that old story again. <laughs> now, I've got to ask you something, right? What's in your closet? I have about 10 black shirts uh-huh. and three pairs of jeans uh-huh. and I run it through about 30 days. So that's pretty cool, isn't it? Ooh, no, not cool. bad. Not so bad. what's Malika Aurora got in her closet? That's what we want to know. She's got 47 white crisp shirts. 47, if you please. 47? Can you believe that? Oh my 47. God. And not just that. And of course, I mean, uh, you wouldn't think that she wore wear too many clothes because most of the time she's wearing <laughs> only a gym wear. Because she looks so good. She has, she has a, of course she looks fabulous. But that's what she says. She says, for me, it's just white and anything that goes with it. Uh-huh. So apparently she's obsessed with the color white. She wants to get married and wear color white again. She has white gym wear as well. And she has 47 white shirts. I can re- I, you know what? I can relate to that. I, on my last count, I had 30 white shirts because I wear white shirts all the time. But you, yours have gone all yellow. You need to get bleach. Or get Malika Aurora's yeah. washing powder. Uh, I'll, pass, <laughs> yeah. I'll pass it on to you, right? <laughs> so does she wash her shirts herself? How, you need to find out. I do. Yeah. It somehow. Or does she do I, I, I don't think she repeats anything because from what I've seen in all her swimwear pictures, nothing is the same. So these celebrities, they get new clothes every day. We don't. Uh, do you know the other thing I've noticed? At the Vogue Awards, it was her and Amrita. They look stunning. Her sister. But I can never, uh, I mean, I never got a hair out of place or even clothes. I don't think, a lot of people like to call themselves style divas. I think Sonam Kapoor, Malaika and Kangana has a great stylist, by the way. True. true. These three women, really take style to another level as far as clothes and brands and those kind of things are concerned. So when's the wedding? Well, you know, they've been very uh, open with their PDA on Instagram. I think we're, we're building up to it really quick because now she's talking about weddings. It was a very big word for her. Mm-hmm. And now she's saying she wants an all-white wedding. So I'm assuming if she's saying all-white and a Christian wedding, I'm thinking very soon, maybe two, three months. Whoa. That's going to be something to look forward to. I it's going to be in two, three months. It could be. We're not getting invited, so forget about it. We'll just see <laughs> it on the... <laughs> I, will spe- I will speak to her mum, Joyce. She's really nice. We'll get, we'll get an invite. We'll get, <laughs> we'll get through her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Salil, as usual, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very, very much. Take care. The wonderful Salila Charia. This is BBC Asian Network. Raj and Pablo. Can you believe it? It's been 30 years next year since Ashki was released. Now, some people, some stars, they just they transcend everything. No matter what they do, they are there. And he's one person that when we announced that Rahul Roy, yes, the Rahul Roy, was going to be joining us live, everybody went crazy. And he's going to be in Birmingham for a very special Ashki reunion with Kumar Sanu in a couple of weeks' time. And Anua Grewal. And Anua Grewal. And... We are honoured and delighted that we're joined by none other than Mr. Rahul Roy, live from India. Rahul, welcome to the Rajan Pablo Show, the number one Bollywood show on the BBC Asian Network. How are you, sir? 
I'm very well, and thank you very much for having me on your show. It's a real pleasure. Thank you. Uh, well, we've been very excited, Rahul. And I have to say, we're big Ashki fans. Um, big Elroy fans? Yeah. I, I really want to ask you, because I remember the whole world going crazy about the movie, about you, about Anu. How did it... Were you expecting that first when you were making the movie? No, not at all. Uh, when we were doing the film, uh, to tell you quite honestly, we weren't even sure whether it's going to be... If it was going to be running, uh, you know, very well or whatever... Then just before, about two weeks before the film was released, obviously we knew that the music was a huge hit. But uh, we had a lot of films that time. You know, there were like 56 newcomers that were coming out that year. So we didn't know, uh, you know whether we would be successful or not. And uh, two days before the film was released, uh, I used to ask Ajahn, uh, you know, uh, do you think people will like? Because I was everything unconventional uh, at that time, you know, for a hero, long mm-hmm. hair, loose everything gangly and he said uh, Rahul I really don't know but we'll get to know on the day the film is released and uh, Mukesh Bhatt who was the producer of the film the T-series uh, Bhatsab's brother um, you know he took me in his car to a cinema home called uh, an iconic theatre called Metro mm-hmm. uh, he took me there for a 12 o'clock show and uh, that's the first time I faced what it is to be adored by the public because I think there must have been about uh, 1,500 people outside the cinema. Uh, you know, you can only... Those days, there were those single cinema halls, not these multiplex cinemas. Mm, uh. And uh, people were buying tickets in the black market and everybody knew my name. There were screenings. And we didn't have, uh, you know, the security at that time. We did, You know, nobody knew what I was going to be or not. So they uh, sort of uh, hurled me through into the cinema hall into wow. the tavern of the manager. Uh-huh. But everybody knew that I was there. They wanted to bang and break the door. They wanted me to meet up with me. And the 12 o'clock uh, show started with that Pasek Sanam Chaiya Ashiti. First time I saw people throwing, flinging money on the screen, whistling, shouting, screaming, everything. Ralph, can I ask you right now? Yeah, right. right you both, you, you and Anu were both newcomers, and you know the 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 film and the, especially the posters have become iconic, and the original ones are selling for a fortune. Whose idea was it? Yeah, the poster with both of you together, but your heads are covered with your jacket. That was Bhatsab's. Uh-huh. That was purely Bhatsab. Um, he wanted an air, an um, an air of mystery about this new uh, couple that he was bringing in. You see, because it was so common that time, you know, to have these huge posters of these new boys and girls with their face splashed everywhere. But he wanted to hide that identity right till the point of the release of the film. Uh-huh. He never wanted to go to traditional. Under that coat, everybody imagined that it was them. It was their love story. And that sort of worked. Mm. Do you know, know? Because it's become iconic. It's like the Raj Kapoor Nurgis uh, iconic thing and the Gone with the Wind. Well, your Ashki posters are like, what the fortune? Right, right. <laughs> and, you know, obviously as a newcomer at that time, I used to think, why is he hiding my face? Why exactly. <laughs> begin to understand cinema and the marketing strategy and everything. It dawned on me much later that this was... Um, this is probably the best thing that he could have done. And, you know, we are discussing it now almost 30 years after the film being released and we understand what it it stood for and everything. You know, every small thing that was done for that film 
we now understand the depth of uh, the thought that went into it and how it has stood, uh, you know, all this time and what it means to so many people there. And Rahul, uh, so it, I mean, obviously the film became a huge hit. The soundtrack was a big hit. And your hairstyle. Uh, and your hairstyle. I did copy it, by the way. <laughs> um, I, I, I have to ask you, like, did, how did life change for you? What was the big change apart from being recognised? Um, I think the biggest thing uh, for me at that particular time, uh, which was a blessing as well as a curse, was that everything was moving at such a frenetic pace um, because, um, you know, there was not a system at that time, you know, where you had agents and you had so many people that were handling your career at that time. Uh, uh, you know, like six months after the film got released, uh, strangely, although the film was running to full houses, uh, mm. nobody came and signed me. Uh, really? I asked, yeah, yeah, nobody came for the first six months, although the film was running uh, full houses everywhere in India and everything. And I used to ask Bhatsav, like, what is this? You know, I mean, I'm supposed to be a hit and nobody's coming. And he said, you know, Rahul, I think the the whole thing is that everybody's trying to figure out that how to place you because you don't look like a typical Hindi film hero. Mm. And, you know, I, I was too new. I didn't know what to expect, what not to expect. And uh, subsequently, in 11 days, I had people trying to find out where I was. They were coming to my house. They were coming anywhere I was. I went and signed 49 films in 11 days. Wow. And in those days, yeah. And in those days, what happened was, uh, nobody had a script. They yeah. had a story. And it was simple like, uh, you're the solo hero. This is the girl opposite you. Obviously, most of the time, it was Nadeem Shavan only who was there for the music. And this is the story. And, uh, you know, we'll come back to you later on the dates and we will work out everything. But throughout the 90s, there was never a a script in hand. There was never a bound script. You landed on the sets and, you know, the writer and the director would come and they'd give you a copy of the script in hand and say, this is what we are shooting today. So initially, so how, initially you'd get a tra- just like a translation of um, what the movie's about, right? They, they narrate the subject. They tell you the story. That's it. You don't have anything in writing per se. Um, and are you are you still in touch and with um, Anu Agarwal? Do you stay in touch with her? It was when her book was being launched. And to be fair, uh, not for any other reason, uh, she's into spirituality, and I still, uh, after a long time, have come back and I've been working on currently five feature films which are being released for early next year release. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I've been, um, you know, I've been acting in them, and now the working uh, habits are completely different. You're given the scripts, you go yeah. to workshop, and you do everything else. So I've been really tied down. Very, very hectic with that and the web series that are coming down now. So I've been tied up and really excited with the new work that is starting. And, uh, you know, it's really exciting to work with new people. But having said that, I haven't, and I'm actually looking forward uh, to catching up with her now in Birmingham. Because, uh, you know, everybody has thought, uh, you know, like, she should do a movie, she should do this, she should do that. But it's a decision that is purely her individual decision what she wants to do or what she doesn't want to do. Fair enough. I'm not too privy to what exactly she wants. But, you know, the chemistry between you is absolutely magical and exactly what you said. You know, it transcends time. People just like want to be both of you and fall in love like both of you in that movie. But, you know, you also did another first. You, were, you won the first ever series of Big Boss. Yes. 
Um, I uh, again, uh, I I have not done a couple of films till then. I was married. Uh, I've done some films, but not so much. My now my ex-wife, uh, she was uh, contemplating that let's uh, shift to Australia for some time. And I thought, you know, that I'll have my one foot in Australia and one foot in India. Uh-huh. Um, so kind of that kind of thought. And um, since I was going, I thought, okay, you know, if I last out in uh, the big boss uh, thing for maybe two weeks or something, people will really, uh, there's a generation that perhaps didn't know me. So I thought that they'll get to know who I am and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But uh, strangely, what happened was... Um, I was there and for almost seven weeks, nobody nominated me. Nobody <laughs> nominated us. You know, whilst I was inside the house, I, I, I was just thinking, oh, gosh, he's going to get so mad. He's going to get so mad that I'm not out. Um, Rahul, you know, you're going to be, you're gonna be coming to um, the UK, aren't you? Yes. I, I, I'm really, really happy I'm coming there after such a long time and hoping to connect with everyone because uh, A, uh, the thing, the monkey that cannot be off my back is that I'm the Ashiki guy. But having said that, I'm really looking forward to connect with a lot of people who have memories of Ashiki because globally, wherever I've been, uh, Ashiki is not only my story, it seems to be a lot of people's story, uh, you know, who are connected uh, during that era, that time, you know, with that music and that story and that. some of their own love stories uh, started around that time, having seen this film. And... Uh, I want to be able to share uh, what I'm going to be doing now, what, what kind of cinema I'm doing right now, which is really exciting and going to be uh, globally released. You've got, you've got Agra coming out first, isn't it, next year? I I have Agra, which is coming out, and I have a film called Night and Fog, which is coming out, which is being currently shot in Hindi and English, mm-hmm. will be dubbed in French also. It's a biopic of a film director, then there's an action film called Sayomi. There's a, a food and English film called Deck of the Back. There. If, there's, if there's going to be an ASCII 3, would you be in it? I'm not sure. Not because I don't want to do it. I mean, Bhatsab and I have had this conversation of doing films together. And he and I feel the same thing that, you know, every film that has been done with him so far, whether it's been ASCII, Jimoon, Kirtirika, Dada, and Janam also. I mean, most of these films became iconic in their own way. So he said that, Rahul, if I have to do a film with you, I have to really reinvent you in a new way. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, because if I bring you back in any of these so-called sequels and things like that, whoever else is going to be part of that film is going to be completely overshadowed because the memories of these films is so strong. You know, the nostalgia... You know, it's uh, you know, even 30 years is not long enough. That's the point that I'm trying to say. It's still so fresh in people's mind. So he he feels that I need to do something very different with him. And in a way, I really agree. And I'm being a little bit selfish out here, but I would love it that he only directs it and nobody else. Because uh, what he can do, very few other directors can do it. Uh, Talk, talking about that, um, finally, we can't let you go without asking you this. What did you think of Ashki 2? I think it, was, it wasn't bad. It was pretty good, to be very fair, on a standalone. Mm-hmm. But you asked me to compare it to the first one, you can't. I mean, I, 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 I say a very uh, simple thing that some people will like it or not. 
Yeah. I don't remember actually to our 29, 30 years. Well, actually, yeah, you've just answered the question. Mm-hmm. We all remember yeah. Hashiki. I've actually a cheeky question as well. What's it like being Karina Kapoor's first ever crush? Wow. <laughs> wow. She did. Um, she's gone on record she told saying that. First and foremost, when that first came out, uh, that had me stumped because I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that at all. That took me by surprise. And later on, um, first of all, I, you know, I, I applauded her because, uh, to tell you very honestly, that's one of the reasons why a lot of us really admire her and love her for that. Because uh, she is so candid and so open and so truthful. Yeah. You know, a lot of people would use that question to uh, sort of market something, uh, you yeah, know, yeah. Somebody. and I'm not there, you know, uh, currently in the market per se, whereas the others, of course, I've had my stay and I'm coming back, but I'm nowhere close to the, the other actors who are my period, like Akshay and Salman and all, who all of us started at the same time. So I really applauded her for her candidness, her truthfulness, and uh, God, she's gone so many notches up. In my mind, you know. We're looking forward to seeing you here in the UK. And can we just say a big thank you um, for joining us here on the Rajan Pabla Show on the BBC Asian Network. It's the wonderful, ever-talented Mr. Rahul Roy. Ashki, Pablo, Ashki. Do you know what Ashki, the byline was? What? Love makes life live. It's true. This is BBC Asian Network. Raj and Pablo. Let's hear what you had to um, make of uh, Bagalapanti, this oh. week's big release. So Go in between on. my washing machine talking Korean with me, right? Yeah. Because my other song was on, right? So, Bagalapanti, right? So excited about this film, yeah. right? Um, it's got everything going for it. Did it make you laugh? Uh, it's got everything going for it. Yeah. It's got Anis Bazmi's comeback after Mubarak. You know, like he's yeah. coming back. He's uh-huh. a brilliant director. He gave his big, big hits as well. Yeah. You've got Anil Kapoor. Uh-huh. You've got John Abraham, who uh-huh. has nailed it with Bakla House, with Sati Majaiti, with all his like serious films. This is him back in a comedy feature, right? You've got Elena de Cruz. Uh-huh. You have got Arshad Varsi. Uh-huh. You have got your Urvashi Rotola. You've got your Pulkat Samrat. You've got yeah. everything. Uh-huh. And it's been shot in London. And you've got two lions in it as well. Uh-huh. And it's got to be one of these like massive Bollywood, Houseful 4 meets whatever, Houseful 1, 2, 3, whatever, uh-huh. all together. Uh-huh. Did it make you laugh? It didn't even make me cry. I sat there dumbfounded. Oh, oh. Now, I was well, a shock that you well, so good. Let me tell you the story. Like, yeah. It becomes such a trauma for me to go to the cinema, right? So I was all set, you know, like, togged up, ready to go get the first show, get to the cinema. It's yeah. not there. It's not opening there. Oh, oh sorry, we, uh, we've decided not to play it because, like, the Baldi film Bala uh-huh. is doing really well and uh-huh. Majama's done well, so still have got them. So I have to find another cinema where it's playing. Oh, poor you. And you have to think, right, okay, this is a new release. Why aren't they playing this? Yeah. Then, so it was a late, late show that I watched for the oh. first time in ages, right? So this is about. Think of me in the cold. Yeah. It's dark. It's raining. Was it past your bedtime? Pa- way, way past my bedtime. Oh dear. Yeah. All my anyway. That's another Never story. Uh, so get there, right? Yeah. Was re- cinema was really busy. It's all oh, on. Well, that's yeah, a good time. So I went to one of these like co- complexes, right? You, where they've got all your food places. You have got your bowling alley. You've got your like you know where all the Asians go as well. Yeah. Was it called that? Um, South African chicken place. Baby. <laughs> father, father. Perry, Perry. Yeah, yeah. Sherry, yeah, There are yeah. other places that we available uh, yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. That thing, right? So they're all there. So it's all buzzy and there's a disco as well. Get in there, right? Yeah. This film is three and a half, almost three hours long. 
You don't know what's going on. It's like 75 million films put together with different scenes. Should have taken a blanket and had a snooze. I wish I... You know, I'm going to take up knitting next. Next <laughs> time there's an Anise Basmi film, I'm going to knit myself a scarf. I'll, I'll give you... I'll, no, I'll give you my jumper size. So the basic plot is from what... I, please correct me if I'm wrong because I'm not sure what was happening in this film. Neither did I don't think Basmi, anyone right? else did either. Right, it's all about um, John Abraham, right? He's a crook. Uh-huh. Right? But he's full of bad luck. Whatever he does, where it's, uh, it closes things down. Oh, yeah. So, and then he steals money from, I think it is, a crook. And there's uh-huh. these two girls after him. Then he comes to London. He gets a job and then the city crash happens. Oh. Yeah. And then there's all these people chasing him. That's bad. And there's life. all these people that just come up. Mm. And then there's a haunted house in there with this woman that pretends to be a ghost. Does that scare you? No. Oh. You don't know what way. It's a haunted house out of nowhere. It's like, you know, the Wizard of Oz when that house landed on the witch. Oh, it's yeah. It's like yeah, this yeah, house yeah. just appears. I blame Dorothy and for that. And then, and then. Yeah. Right. Okay, this is Bollywood's take on London, right? Uh-huh. With big, massive houses and, like, tons of cars getting blown up. Right. People walking down the street and suddenly there's a haunted house. Yeah. Two lions. Like, proper... Two were, lions. Were they CGI? It, pro, uh, CGI. You're kidding? It was like, you know, like one of those carton capers that you transfer onto the screen. <laughs> it's one of those types. Uh, <laughs> transfer paper. Yeah. Uh, but there are two lions in London and they're just walking and they ignore the lions. Oh. I don't even know... Uh, so it was one of those. It but sounds like thing, a night out when we're have, out. Oh, yeah. Listen yeah. to this. Yeah, go on. <laughs> so you think your kids are studying? You think all students study on a Friday night? Uh-huh. <laughs> the back row of that cinema had more action than on the screen, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> and if you were there, right, keep your noise down. Thank you very much, <laughs> I'll have you know. Some people are getting bored with a film trying to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to give it a mark? No, but there were so many. It was like like kissing cousins yeah, at the back. Just let them. Yeah. And they were all Asians as well. They were allowed to. Up, we all ended up in that wee... There was a, a nightclub there as well. So I ended up there as well, just to say, you know, I had to have a wee boogie. Yeah. <laughs> Cheer yourself up. Yeah, one, I'm going to give this a, a one out of five. Go and see it. You won't remember. <laughs> oh, Maybe yeah. Three can't, hours of music. Can't, can't wait after <laughs> what you've said. And even the songs aren't that good. There's no hit songs in well, this. I'm going to play you one yeah. just to irritate Bula. you. And you know what Anise Basmi is doing next, which I'm now worried about? What? Bull Bologna 2. I hope that's good. But the first one was good. I have to say, I enjoyed it. Well, this one was. Well, Buggle Bunty, I left my brain there. He can't find it. It's under the seat. I'm in shock. Uh, So Raj gave it a one out of five. This is BBC Asian Network. Raj and Pablo. And don't forget you can listen live every Saturday here on the BBC Asian Network from 10am until 1pm. The other thing is BBC Sounds. BBC Sounds is brilliant. That's true. Yeah, and we're on it. Yeah. It's the well, it's Bollywood, isn't it? So make sure you find us mm-hmm. on it. Find us on BBC Sound. We've got tons of other stuff as well. Like there's podcasts, there's music, all for free. So until next time. Love us. Love Bollywood. Let's make life Bollytastic. Bye. Bye. Catch up with loads more from BBC Asian Network online or on the BBC iPlayer radio app.